0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Hello listeners, welcome to another broadcast of The Unexplained World with your host, Edward Shanahan, a paranormal, spiritual observer, and psychic reader, along with Annette, a high priestess and psychic reader. The Unexplained World is a broadcast where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy, so enjoy. To the unexplained world, with your host Edward Shanahan, That's me and Annette. And I don't know what's happened to Annette since uh, I talked to her earlier today, and she is no longer here. I think, or on, on the line. I think I got to get over to her house and um, maybe uh, check the time on her her watches or her clocks. It may be behind uh, a couple minutes, but we'll uh, we'll hold out for her and see what happens. Tonight, listeners, our guest in about two minutes is Mr. Willie Atkins. And following him is a segment for those who, um, that we're adding to the show. That's for those that are, um, the thousand listeners that come on and listen to the rebroadcast or the podcast on iTunes. And it will be, uh, tonight it will be an audio from a past answer we had. And, uh. And for listeners, uh, for information on um, Paranormal Nights and also the house parties that I do, just go to edwardshanahan.com, okay? Out of the five Paranormal Nights we have coming up, um, up until July, three of them are already full. So there's two left. One has to do with uh, Geneva Mansion, an overnighter there in Geneva, Illinois, and the other is the Haunted Rectory in Ohio. So right now, why don't I bring our guest on, Mr. Willie Atkins. Hello, Willie. Can you hear me?
2: I can. How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's uh, first time. And that's not here. so until she does show up, uh, hopefully everything's okay. It'll be you and I, which is pretty cool, too. Um, now, I've heard of you. You actually were at, and I found out after the fact, you were at, um, the paranormal uh Chicago's paranormal um meet and greet that we had and um we never got a chance to meet. I was running around and uh Ursula Bielski told me. Before we go any further, let
0: me bring in that on. Hello Annette. How you doing? Hello Ed. I'm I apologize for being late tonight.
1: I'm gonna come over to your house and synchronize all your clocks <laughs> Two minutes early
0: It's <laughs> not about the clock, it's about the children and their bedtime This is a stay up late night on Friday this late <laughs> Nowadays oh, okay.
2: Alright, and uh, we
1: have uh, We have Mr. Willie Atkins on right now
2: And oh, I was just saying Hello that... sir,
0: how are you tonight? Welcome
2: Good, how are you, how you doing?
0: Hey,
1: you know Willie used to actually be doing radio Because you do have the voice for it but They
0: used to do radio
2: Yeah I can hear yeah. it <laughs>
0: Proceed,
1: please, don't mind me. Uh, I what 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 I was saying is that our pass crossed but we never met. And uh Mr. Atkins or Willie, I'll call you, you've kinda of become a, a known name here in uh um, local Orwell, the state of right? And you're also well known in the independent
2: horror movie, I guess.
1: Filmmaking, right?
2: Yeah, in independent. Uh, filmmaking industry, and I, uh, I actually produce films myself as well, yeah.
1: That's what, I was, that's what I was getting at. Now, you're going to be running some... Before we go any further, why don't we give out your websites so people could do more of a in-depth because the show's only, like I said, about 30 minutes, and people could actually go to your website. Let's get that. Let's mention your websites right now
2: before we go any further. My, uh, my personal website is Willie Atkins. It's Willie with a Y A-D-K-I-N-S Dot com Um, My company's name is Spook Show Entertainment And it's a dot com For that as well And I founded the uh, Illinois Ghost Hunters uh, Six years ago And that's dot com. Okay Okay And we'll
1: uh, We'll have you say it again At the end of the show Um, Now You have a few events Coming up Basically in a couple weeks I believe um, Out in Out in the South Suburbs, South
2: why don't you talk about the event you they're coming out up, sir? Sure, I have uh I have the Illinois Ghost Hunters Conference, which uh has been around for several years now. It used to be called the Illinois Ghost Hunters Open House Seminar. Um mm-hmm. we just figured conference would make more sense to people, so we changed the name this year. And that happens at the uh House Cafe on February eleventh at noon and uh it goes ghosts- so about 9 o'clock in the House Cafe is featuring some other live entertainment after our event to, uh you know, please the people who might still be around. Um, the evening before that, I have a uh, historical and paranormal tour at the Egyptian Theater, which also becomes an investigation where everybody's welcome to investigate that evening. And that's the night before on February 10th on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I have coming up immediately as far as the paranormal stuff. <laughs> who's going to be,
1: before I get the conference, who's going to be your guest speakers and stuff? These are people
2: know uh, that. Sure. Uh, Rob Conover, who's an uh, author from downstate Illinois. Michael Clean, who is uh, pretty well known for Legends in Lore of Illinois. Um, mm-hmm. Paranormal Illinois is one of his books. Amelia Cotter, another author. Ursula Bielski, who we were just talking about. And uh, mm-hmm. David H. Lowry, who's from down south of Chicago, I believe by Juliet. Uh I'm not, right. i am not been able to meet him yet, but I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, uh, Michael Clean's gonna be on our uh broadcast February twenty fourth. So uh we'll be talking a little politics. He's also running for politics for uh um those who may not know. Uh the first person I believe That's gonna be coming from the paranormal side trying to go into politish, politics. So uh, <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Mike, Mike and you, I. it should be an interesting jump um so what um what are you is the investigations how long is it gonna last over at the
2: theater uh the Egyptian theater is a historical landmark it's a nineteen twenty nine egyptian art deco uh theatrical stage um and that's gonna last I, I think it's starting at 10 or 11 and goes till 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, It's about a four-hour investigation time. And uh, there's only been a few spots that have filled in for that so far. It's a huge, huge, huge place. And uh, it's it's actually pretty active.
0: Oh, it sounds Um, great. (laughs) Some good photo ops out there, too, just because of the theater.
2: Maybe it is. It's a beautiful theater. Uh, They just recently had all new seats put in, raised lots of money to do that. And uh, the, uh, the theater itself is just simply beautiful. It's an antique that it is. It's it, it's amazing for photo ops. I actually host photo outings in there as well, sometimes just to take photos of the place. It, it's really... I
0: sometimes I know the best... Fo- when you're just taking photos because of the beauty of a place and you kind of hope to get a specter, you do, just by accident. Yeah. Oh. Because you're just being calm and like, oh, look how cool that looks! Take a take a photo, and you get an orb or a shadow or a, you know, a full on, you know, ghost. So that can be a lot of fun. That kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, tell do, us do, about do, your filmmaking. I love horror films. What what uh, genre are, of horror film do you do? A
2: little bit of everything, and it's not all a horror genre. We uh, do everything from romantic comedies to horror to you name it, pretty much anything. And the, the first film I directed, so we were talking about Michael Clean being a politician. Um, I uh, based my first film, it was called Headline News, uh, on a short story that Michael Clean wrote. And uh, that's soon going to be out here on DVD. Um, but it's quite of a, an amazing experience for him and I both. And, and uh, to bring to bring a story of his to life, was probably the most rewarding part of it for me was seeing Mike's Eyes light up when these characters that he fabricated from his mind are actually walking around and interacting with him on a set. It was an amazing experience, and it it truly has made me appreciate film more. Um, so great. there's a little tie to Michael Queen for you.
0: <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine just to bring that art to life. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I do uh, paranormal documentaries as well. I have one called "Eiffel Ghosts," which is been out on D V D for a while and been in probably like nine different film festivals. Um, that one's out on D V D on Amazon. You all look up by Hunt Coast. And part of that was filmed at uh, the Egyptian theater as well as the uh, Swiss Cottage out in Rockford. A couple of great locations.
0: Awesome not crazy makes a good backdrop, right? <laughs> yeah
2: yeah
0: i yeah I've been at
1: Tinker it's pretty good it's a pretty good place. Pretty much um pretty inactive also. Um, you also do film festivals. you got a few of those yeah. coming up
2: too. Yeah, I produce six film festivals a year. That's my my main full-time job. It keeps me busy for 12 to 16 hours a day, which is ridiculous to some, but I actually love what I'm doing, so it, it, I have no complaints. But I have one coming up in March, which is the Indie Horror Film Festival, and it'll be at the Portage Theater uh, March 23rd through the 25th. And I just barely released all the films for that event today right before coming on. So mm-hmm. if people want Facebook, That's right in my backyard right I'm
0: gonna have to go see.
2: <laughs> Otherwise later in the year I have uh you were talking about Ursula Bielski, she has the Chicago Ghost Conference that she hosts at the Portage every other year. And uh, right. I'm moving my uh, paranormal conference, the afterlife paranormal conference, to the opposing year. So every other year you'll have her conference or mine at the Portage Theater in the same weekend, which is the first weekend in October. Um, mine also features a film festival, so it'll all be paranormal-related films and speakers and anything else I can find to amaze people, most likely magicians and things of that nature. Um, but it's, it's looking to be a pretty good time as well. Yeah, and we'll, and we those events many...
0: can be found, on, really, on your website?
2: Uh, everything those can be found at entertainment.com. Okay. There's uh there's an individual website for every event, but it's kind of like the mother load of information at spookshowentertainment.com. There'll be links for all the film festivals, uh, as well as anything paranormal related or haunted tours, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. All this stuff that keeps me busier than heck.
1: <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, and that and I was at um you may have met Annette at at our social conference. She was the one doing readings there. And Willie's okay. got me. Yeah, and you got me booked for the conference in October coming up. So, um, yeah, it'll be an interesting night. And uh, you don't know if you're doing a ghost tour or anything on that. It. I know it's way in advance yet. So, uh, yeah, I'm not
2: quite sure. I'm still getting together uh, speakers. Uh, there's yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm, I myself have walked away from giving presentations for a year. I'm trying to rewrite a bunch of my stuff so I have newer uh, things to speak about. Um, but Donna LaCroix from, uh, Ghost Hunters, Ghost Hunters International will, will be there. Ursula Bielski, uh, Jim O'Rear, who is actually involved in the horror, uh, film industry as well. And then, uh, Stan Courtney, who many people don't know, but he's a great guy and he's, uh, been doing research in Sasquatch and, uh, cryptozoology for some time. And I, I, I really admire the guy and his efforts, so. I uh, got him involved, and uh, we also have Keith Age, who was newly signed up as well. So, it's shaping okay. up to be a pretty okay, good cool. event.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, I've seen, as a matter of fact, I want to pack a uh, box of independent horror movies. And uh, first time I've looked at them, I, I, first time I'd ever seen them, independent ones, and I was impressed. I was impressed by the work put in there. And uh, they were short ones. They were probably a half hour, maybe 40 minutes long. But they were uh, they were interesting.
2: It wasn't dragged out,
1: you know. And uh, it was a nice little package to receive. I won a contest. And uh, I was impressed. I was really impressed. So, and you're the one choosing the movies to be in these film festivals, aren't you?
2: Yeah, myself and uh, my... Uh my partner, Jason Sullivan, um, who we call the real Jason Sullivan, actually, in the paranormal industry, because there's more than one Jason Sullivan. There's more than six Jason Sullivans. So we call mm-hmm. him the real Jason Sullivan, actually. Actually, is a crutch word that he uses all the time. So we give him all sorts of heck for that. And he'll love me for talking about it on the radio. But uh,
0: will <laughs> please stand up? <laughs>
2: but him and I uh, make the film selections, and then they are sent off to a group of five individuals three of them who are in the industry, and two of them who are just your everyday film fans. And uh, they all hmm. vote on a five point scale for every film for uh consideration for awards. So, uh, oh, nice. yeah, that's the ultimate payoff for the indie film festival people. It's, be able to hand out these awards to those who put all the time and effort into these things. Yeah.
0: Now,
1: let me ask you a question. What's yeah. the chances of somebody that goes through the effort and making one of these movies and have them appearing on maybe cable TV or something like that? Or do you find the internet a better source of exposure? Or do you for, for, for indie film, the internet,
2: well, the internet's amazing for anything else. <laughs> It's yeah. It's a it's a marketing tool that I I don't know where I would be today without. And it dumbfounds me to know that people did this stuff before the internet. Um, but it certainly is, you know, our number one marketing standpoint. But you know, printing out posters and flyers so like any other certainly helps. And sending your film off to places across the country, you know, obviously will help as well if it gets picked up for these festivals and gets awards then they have better chances of getting distribution where they'll end up on cable or on the shelf at Walmart eventually and stuff like that. So what starts off is maybe a $10,000 project and start looking like it's, you know, a $350,000 project once it's got distribution. People don't quite realize the small budgets that are put into these things.
0: Um, now, if there's just, somebody out there that has an idea for a film, let's just suppose... What you know, Just as a filmmaker yourself, what would be something that you would give them a couple of inspirational tips on how they could keep going or get started?
2: If they're trying to if – if they have an idea for a film, they'd like to see it come to life, um, there's a bunch of decisions you have to make. First is do you want to give that idea to somebody else to bring it to life for you or do you want to try and do it yourself? Um, <laughs> trying to do it yourself is a, a task. It takes some time to get to know people. <laughs> And uh it takes quite a bit of money to get started. But um otherwise if you have ideas, I mean write it out as a short story. Uh in Michael Collino said that he handed over a story and we turned it into a movie. But uh if you network with the right people and come to these events is a great way to start to be honest with you. There's people from all sorts of different network T V stations. We get celebrities we don't even know are coming show up on occasion. Um mm-hmm. T V news media, but all these filmmakers from across the the world, you know, come to these events, and it's a great place to network and you know share your ideas. Um, just people there to help bring them to life for you. Sure, and
0: there's a lot organ- of the people that do the the ghost hunting and the paranormal investigation. Wind up with a lot of great creative stories. I've heard so many. So cool. Go ahead, Ed. Sorry.
1: Yeah, there's there's organ- organizations too. People to join on the internet. And um, how how long from when you did your first one? Okay, do you do you like a lot of special effects, or do you like to keep it clean of the special effects?
2: Uh, when you're doing your first film, unless you have somebody who's experienced with special effects, usually you try to keep it to you a know? minimal. My uh, very first film. <laughs> My, uh, very first film was I Hunt like, Ghost, a paranormal documentary, and that was done by some students at Northern Illinois University as a final, and I ended up buying out all the rights to the film for distribution and for, uh, screening of events and things. They did a great job. Uh, I still network with both of them today, and, uh, that pretty much got me my start. I, I ended up buying a film that they came to me to help put together, so, um, I don't know, it's addictive. I'll tell you, I started out doing just a couple of small films, and this year I'm attached to about 17 so far, so it's awesome. going to be a busy time for me.
0: How did you get started as a filmmaker? Was it because of what you, the courses you took in college and your degree, or just because you were interested and you're independent?
2: Now, a lot of people don't realize I went to college to paint cars for a living, and I ended up having a pretty nasty cancer scare, which threw me out of the industry. It couldn't be around all these high solvents and things like that anymore. Um, so I uh, I, you know, went back to things that were hobbies to me before, which was photography I've been doing since I was 16 years old. Yeah. And I did a lot of dark arts type photography, and there's always been the paranormal stuff I've been involved in. Eventually, between the paranormal and dark arts stuff, I ended up going to Chicago Horror Film Festival as a vendor and uh, I was involved in music as well and performed there and you know just a few years later I actually owned the entire (laughs) event but it started out with the festivals for me before I broke into actually producing films or directing or anything of that nature. It uh, took me going to these events myself as a you know a spectator and uh, you know basically breaking into the industry. Kind of oh, the
0: muse is working overtime.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> How hard is it for somebody to break into it today, Willie? Let me ask you that.
2: Independently, not too hard. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's not too hard to get involved. This, this network on the web, um, Facebook, if you search for miscellaneous groups, uh, Northern Illinois Casting is a group that I run on Facebook, and that's just for people wanting to get involved or filmmakers looking for people who want to act or and help on set or things of that nature and it's not like you have to pay money but don't expect to get paid money either you know if if you want to give it a whirl and see what you think it's really not too hard to do so but you'll find out Mm -hmm. if you're passionate about it or not it's uh, a lot of work it really is
0: and heard you uh, talk about your still life photography do you exhibit that at all
2: i used to um I still have a website up. It's called Deviant Desires Photography and it's all dark nature related. It's I used to do mostly model portfolio production and stuff like that. So I'd work with models that are in GQ and Maxim and all these publications. Um but I'd also help, you know, aspiring models new people get portfolios started. It's something I've kind of strayed away from a lot lately. I've been too busy with my other projects as you can probably tell but uh, I still jump back Revolution. to it from time to time. Yeah. Talk, talk to
1: us about your paranormal, your organization or your group.
2: Well, my Is this- group isn't really even a group anymore. The Illinois Ghost Hunters started out as a group of six people. They jumped up to, you know, 20-some-odd people at one time and would consider setting up other chapters across the state. Um Eventually, at one time, I I moved to Nashville, Tennessee for a while, and came back and went back to my group. And anybody in this industry knows there's a lot of drama, and I try to avoid no, it at no, all. No, no, yeah,
1: no.
2: I try to I try to avoid it at all costs. I've only
0: been in this about twelve years. Come on, there ain't no drama. And you love it. Nod your head.
2: Uh, Oh, well, nowadays I'm working yeah. as an independent and when I set up a investigation, I'm doing, usually it's just historical locations now. I've mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. had some some of my own spiritual um, beliefs have been altered over time with some experiences I've had, um, oh, some sure. pretty emotional things at home. And now when I do an investigation, it's usually historical and I'll call upon individuals from other groups or whatever. I'll take maybe two from one group, two from another group, you know, One other individual and establish a team for that particular investigation, as opposed to having my own team all the time.
1: Totally understand. Totally understand.
2: Um,
1: What would you, what would you claim to be the most, uh, the place most active, or that you enjoyed the most
2: going to? Mm -hmm. Uh, The most active place isn't a place I enjoy. <laughs> um <You as> well, <laughs> not the same. I, yeah, yeah. The my most act, the most active place was not a place that I enjoyed. I uh, okay. I, I walked away for a while because I had issues at home. I took a little break, but um, beyond that, my my favorite historical place I think I've ever visited was probably Eastern State. I uh, mm-hmm. I've always loved the old prisons. I think they carry a lot of residual energy, and to be honest, I just from visiting places of that type of history anyway I and mean, you can sense the negativity just walking in. I myself have sensitivity to to energies and I can yeah. certainly feel things there. It's quite an All experience right. just to walk through. Um but yeah that, that's probably my my favorite place to date that I've been to. She tried to talk you out to coming to that rectory in Ohio with us.
1: It's probably uh, very dark uh,
0: yeah, probably the darkest yeah, place Bring so. a lot of tape for that one
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a lot of video footage, a lot of
0: audio uh,
1: Yeah, that was We went there in November I got hit super hard I'm a feeler like you were describing For yourself When you walk into a place, et cetera And uh, probably By way of versa, or what else I do with the places And to ways the spirits. Um and we did a trigger there. Um that basically wasn't too smart, but I got hit hard.
0: And, and, and like Will, you, this is unusual I, for Ed to be saying any of these words about not being smart. Got hit hard. He never he says these words. That's the place. <laughs> I'll be back. We're going back. <laughs> He's Time been for around. Our payback, but,
1: but um yeah, like you
0: said
1: payback. I have a bad a place. It was our last location of the year which was november and i probably won't be you know we're, our next place is in march and i'm happy i had that little time stamp from the one that location because it was the way it was but uh if you ever get a chance or you want to join us come on out to that joint man
2: it's gonna be an overnighter
1: in july
2: but uh i guess bielski's gonna go too just so, let me know and uh, i'll uh certainly put it on my calendar
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's <laughs>
1: things, there's things People that went on in that place that they can only tell you when you get there because of the arrangement they made for the historical society that bought the building. And because of the arrangement that's made, okay, with the city, and they can't tell everything until you get there. So it uh, even makes it more interesting. And I will, oh, that's all, yeah. Yeah, and when the place, like Veliska says, okay, the fly up when you leave and they take off, it's like oh great, okay. <laughs> That's <the first> <laughs> yeah, that they don't even want to stay and they're leaving you stay in their building. So, well, <laughs> no better. It's been enjoyable. Um, your segment, we got about two minutes and forty seconds left. Tell the people to give another blog can,
0: for your website so people can find. Yeah, all your and event you, an event that you
1: got coming up in the next couple of weeks. Go ahead.
2: All right. uh, Next week, I have the Egyptian Theater haunted tour on Friday, February 10th. The next day is the Illinois Ghost Hunters Conference at the House Cafe in DeKalb on February 11th. Uh, The other paranormal event I have scheduled for this year is pretty large. It's the Afterlife Paranormal Conference and Film Festival. And we've got tickets and vendor spots available for that event. And you can find that at afterlifeparanormal.com. For all the events, you can look up at SpookShowEntertainment.com. And I'll be doing readings that is
1: after life one in Chicago in October, plus speaking, and uh, I came up with a little thing. I've been talking with uh, sound people in Vegas and New York, and um, maybe make a little presentation on that, too, uh, because I know I'll be doing it at at the paranormal nights that we'll be holding. But uh, Willie, I hope you and I get to meet before then, before October. Uh-huh. I'll send you uh, information about the uh, July 21st, I believe it is 19th or 20th, 20th or 21st. I don't got the calendar in front of me. Uh, At rectory in uh, Ohio. And uh, thanks, <laughs> you were fun. You're 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 enjoyable, and I hope some of the people that are in, got a little bit inspired that hey, I could make maybe a movie too. And it don't have to be a half. It don't have to be an hour or two hour long, does it, Willie?
2: No, it doesn't. If they want to get involved in a film, I'll be uh, putting together a film called Believe Me, which is the Paranormal Beliefs of Investigators during the Afterlife Paranormal Conference. So, come on out and you can be part of the film just by simply showing up. Super, yeah. super, super. Fun. super. <laughs> okay.
1: Thank you, Willie, listeners. We're going to go into our next segment. For those that uh, listen tonight to the podcast on iTunes. Or to the rebroadcast of this show. Willie, thank you. I'll talk to you again and um thank you for your time, sir. Thank you guys. Good there night. You. Okay. Thank you. That was uh that was informative,
0: you know? And that's,
1: that was very it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: yeah. could talk to a yeah. filmmaker. I don't think we've done that before.
1: No, no, especially an independent, something that other people can do too, you know. so
0: oh, many people have the dream, <coughs> and he's making it come through.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's helping people, and it's great too. It's really great. I just like having a of festivals. So how does this sound? How do I sound? Do I sound okay because I got a new mic system set up? Like a lark. You sound good. Okay, good. Yeah, because I didn't like the way the last one sounded, so I went and spent some money. Um no, it actually right, sounds
0: clearer than I've ever heard you on the phone before. So or on the show. Good, good. So it it sounds really good.
1: Good. Well we're into the segment now. We're uh we're gonna offer something for the individuals that tune in or listen to the rebroadcast and stuff and listen uh on iTunes. Um, download the podcast on iTunes. Um this is what we have tonight, Annette, that is a segment um, from a séance I had in a location. I was going to say the name, but I'm not. Okay? okay. Let's just say for those. Let's just say for those who know me, it's a location in the Chicago land area that that um, was basically bringing people in there every night. Um,
0: but it's very popular. It,
1: yeah, kind of made it popular. Let's put it that way. The new establishment that's in there. I've been involved with five so. other owners. Yeah, and this establishment when they started out, I started bringing people in every weekend. Every weekend, standing room only uh, events that we had for the whole public. Um, so what are we
0: gonna hear you know, on this thing?
1: Well, what we're gonna hear um, is a séance I had up there. It's the audio from the séance. It's I invited. I invited the owner to be part of the seance because I, the present owner, because I knew the management of the past, the spirits, wanted to meet him. But they weren't happy. You could feel it in the air in this joint, okay? Oh, my. You're saying the
0: goats wanted to meet the new owner. Yeah, they kind of wanted to uh, interact
1: with him. Let's put it that way.
0: Okay. Oh my! I was even
1: I was even hurting that night because they were a little ticked. See, they what happened is the owner of this establishment, as the past owners have done, and you know what's happened to them, starts bringing in magicians to, ho- to do hocus pocus type of séances. Don't tell the general public yeah, about it. Yeah, some fake stuff, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Remember? Uh, remember? I came. We had a new terminology last show. Um, Paranormal Woodstock, okay? I got a new one, this this show, okay? How does Paranormal Looney Tunes sound, okay? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you got individuals walking in with costumes and everything else, Halloween costumes to do tours in there. We're going into Paranormal Looney Tunes, as I call it. And myself, because of my ethics and everything, cannot be involved in it. And I cannot be involved in stories being made up. They're going back to stories that we have been proven to be false. But it's their gig. It's their place. They
0: could do what they want.
1: You know, and they're they more theatrical.
0: To, they're just not dealing in the realm of what well, some of our clients want to hear. You know, right? You know, right. The real and histories I, and the real stories and the real yeah. past events. Yeah. They don't want mean, to be told by Herman Munster.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you know, whatever. I can't be involved in that scenario. I moved on, as you well know. But we did get some great audio from the place. Um, So this was take. uh, It was filmed. It's actually a video on YouTube. I have up there. But this was filmed by uh, Perry State Paranormal um, because they were assisting at the Paranormal Night that night, and uh, as they did most of last year, and uh, it's good audio. Vince is up there. It hit him so hard, as you will hear, he had to leave. You'll hear a low cussing, okay, but, hey, um, that's how hard it affected him. He had to leave. You'll hear the other people responding to what's going on in the place. Um, it affected him so bad that at the end of the night, like 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning when we ended the sands, he was giving out free drinks to keep people there. And when the last two people, Tony and his son, wanted to leave, Vincent got on his knees and begged him not to go because the bottles were rattling on the, on you know, on the walls and everything. Um, you'll hear two. Wow. We talk about two spirits. One is called Shorty. That's the name we've given um, the manager through the past answers we've had there. And the other name is called Blackie, and he was pretty much the muscle man for um, Shorty, okay? Shorty was just basically a manager there. Now, what we're what I'm going to do with this segment is just leave it on to the end of the show, okay? The show will end with the segment. So right now I'd like to say thank you, everybody, for coming out, listening to the show. Thank you to Willie. Um, also, as I said before, edwardshanahan.com or theunexplainedworld.com to find out about and uh, chicagoparanormalnights.com to find out about our Paranormal Nights, Annette doing readings, she's doing, uh, yeah, she's doing uh, phone readings and that, and I'm starting them also.
0: or, yeah, parties.
1: Yeah, yeah, for the house parties and everything else. Um, and one other thing, I'd like to say thank you to Chicago Children's Advocate um, Center for having me be part of the big gala they're having downtown and doing readings for people. Okay, and I'm going to go right cool. to this, right now to the sands. And uh till February twenty fourth, we'll see you folks then. And thank you for tuning in. Here's the fans. And that's Nice and blessed to be. Bye bye. Is it still doing it? That's
3: not stronger. A little more cleaning down my neck.
1: Is that you, Shorty? Mm-hmm. Next to the owner too, Vincent? Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I didn't want to make a collins because people might think that with you? No. Well, mm-hmm. let me just say this I feel exactly what you feel. Have you noticed in our hand here mm-hmm. the pulses? Mm-hmm. So, Australian. Mm-hmm. so I would call it a cotton wool feeling in my head. It's kind of like I'm being hit in my head, but it's, it's not hurting me. But mm-hmm. it, um, it's, it's kind of a pressure, but it's not a hard headache pressure, puts cotton. It's, it's, uh, I would call it, I can't really describe it, as like it's like cotton wool in my head hitting the front of my senses, but it's not really hurting me. So, yeah, something going on here. I did not want to say it because I thought you guys would think this is a set mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm not, but I feel it when I feel it. I can relate. I can relate. Can you relate to that? Relate. Yeah. And did you notice that your pulse is actually racing to my hand and the is to be yours? Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and, but how about this, Aaron? But it's here. So... There you go. Is that
1: your shorty behind her?
3: And Blackie behind Vincent? Because
1: Blackie would mess with the men. Is that who messed with me tonight? that one of my backs in the lower pain? Is it in pain? Feel free. There's others who want to sit here and experience I got one next to me who wants to experience it. Feel free to enter. Feel free to join us.
3: I'm
1: not <laughs> are, you next, uh, are you next to Are you next to me, Mary? Are you over here? Do you have him a sign? I'm uncomfortable.
3: him the sign? I'm uncomfortable. Your hand's getting cold. I'm
1: uncomfortable.
3: comfortable. Freezing. When I move my neck, I can hear it cracking. I'm I'm not comfortable, there. I cannot sit. My right back is hurting. Right down my spine. Can't break the circle. I'm hurt. I'm not breaking that. Okay. Blackie is that you back there? See, you know I'm really at home. Are you welcoming the owner to the sand? <laughs> no.
1: <Fucker>. <laughs> 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 no. You don't like you still feel like you're the owner, Shorty? Oh. Like you're managing this joint? Feel free to give. We got another gentleman sitting here. Let's leave the young blood alone. Don't mess with the child. Matter okay. of fact, Mary, stand next to him. Watch over him. Feel free.
3: I move my knee, I can hear a crack. I move my neck, I can hear a crack. I move my back, I can hear a crack. I have so cold here. So you're full of stuff. You don't swear
0: on me. Is that it, Shorty?
3: Please, you got please, blackie go with
1: him, Shorty? Because of what? He's the boss. He's he's the new boss of this building. Now you got access to him? Come toward us. Absolutely. Feel free to come toward us. I'm Come the, further down the table. There's oh, others that laughed at you like your women did. And Blackie, I'm in pain, so I think you're up to no good with me too. <clears throat> but leave Vince alone. Let him back off. Back off on him. I feel like a breeze. Yeah. Do
3: you? Yeah, I feel like it. <coughs> oh, I'm so bad. Okay. I'm not even cold. There's a light behind who, me. Behind whom, me? The lady next to me. Me? Yes. Sitting uh, in the chair. Oh, uh, it's on well, right the, the other side. Or? No, not that there. Mm-hmm. Directly. Mm-hmm. Directly. behind me. Directly behind the I It's uh, is the, the information. Information. No. No, no, I'm not way back there, not there right away. Like the red one, but the blue is one. Not down here
1: either or what? Oh just saying it's the
3: decent. No. What's behind her here? I didn't notice a blue. What's behind
1: her? Behind you.
3: That's behind you. What's behind her? The right word is behind me. I don't see it I'm looking. What's behind her? You could see it from this angle. Would yeah, it be Mary? That'd be straight up here, guys. I know why they're so from this very kitty behind your hair. You what? I think I'm suffering from this very kitty behind your hair. So all of my years of drinking has caught up with me. Up here with you, pickers. It finally got me. I've got such a boot on the back here as my bike left on your side. My bike is still on me too, Vince. Oh my God! I have and, no idea. I have no idea. Yes, these guys. Oh, save
1: Jesus!
3: Like me I, I guess it's like Sony that me such a knee in the ribs or in the back, you know. It's like a kidney is going down here, you know. um, It
1: feels like jumping. I don't mean
3: air. to be bullshitting yet, but I'm not bullshitting because I swear sort to of God. I was quite happy down for the birthday to you, <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> <not> <laughs> you. I can't think for early. I think I think on me Dave are kind not very But I'm warm That's the main well, thing. What? I'm actually warm, well, I don't have a coat on.
1: Your hand's freezing.
3: Yeah, but, mm-hmm. but the pull stopped here. Yeah. And it's uh, actually, left side is actually very positive and it's kicking in. You told me to observe everything and I don't mean to be, I know you own the kit. I'm oh, going to sell it in the morning if this keeps up. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus, I am like a boxer do don't pushing the rest of my time. I am on my left. If you're messing with something, leave him alone. Yeah, yeah well, he, some, well, me knees are cracking. Do you hear that? Mm-hmm. My yeah. elbows are cracking. Me neck is cracking. How many hairs is there? Blackie can tell the hair nails. <laughs> I'm <part laughs> Oh, but James, did I tell you? I sorry, tell I him him leave him alone, Blackie. Sorry. Leave him alone.
1: You let him know. You let him know that you're still here.
3: I keep moving
0: my legs. Oh, oh, is it you, Blackie? Are you down yeah, there? It's actually oh, warmer on the right side. Bye. <laughs> it's cold <laughs> like this. It is. Oh,
3: gee,
0: I can see my breath. Oh, wait. see here with a baseball
3: bat. Come on, Blackie. The temperature's going up. Well, Beth, they're kind of showing you that they still think they're the boss. They fucking are at this stage. It's like, I don't know. I tell you, there's a thing there, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, like, I can't think I can see. I can, that. <laughs> I can see that. If like, there's
1: a cloud behind above us, I thought like, you looked looking it's, it's, it's a, it's
3: a, yeah.
0: It's a the spirit, is it?
1: What? What are you getting yeah. down there, Brooke? Uh, uh, uh temperature-wise.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's actually going up I right now. i you know what? I
3: can't
0: do oh, is there something behind
3: me? We're up to 53. Uh, the temperature is raising. Yeah, it's raising.
1: Is there something behind me? Come toward me.
3: Come toward me.
1: Come toward me. I'm thinking of asking the spirits of the land to join us. Oh. I invite the spirits to land Oh, uh, I'm in trouble
3: there and I'm in pain. I'm in serious pain over here. I swear to God I'm in serious pain over here. And there's a thing behind that man there. I don't even know his name, but it is. This is not good. Back
1: I, off I, from Vince. Oh, I asked the spirits to oh, please back off from Vince. Oh, Jesus. You give him his sign. Oh, Vince, what I want you to do is bring both your hands together. It. Bring both your hands together. (laughs) Now, you got a person on the left of you and you got a person on
0: the right. Bring your hands together. If you two ladies would. If you two ladies would thus.